Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Uh, hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Monty Walden. My guest today is Valentina Abona. Valentina's family winery is called Marchesi di Barolo, whose Barolo DOCG Sarmassa 2015 was awarded 98 points at Five Star Wines The Book 2020, which of course includes Wine Without Walls. The Marchesi di Barolo DOCG Sarmassa 2015 was awarded the best Italian wine, or the Miglior Vino Italiano Banco BPM 2020. Many congratulations. Uh, welcome, Valentina. Ciao a tutti. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Okay, so before we get into the wine itself, just tell us a little bit about the, uh, uh, the history of the winery and exactly where you are in Piemonte and specifically in the Barolo uh, region. Well, that's easy. We are right in the town of Barolo, this tiny village uh, that counts only 700 people, um, but famous all over the world because of the great wine that we're able to make here. And our winery sits right in front of the castle, which uh, used to belong to the Marquises of the town of Barolo, who are the same people that established the winery back in the 1800s. So we are right in the center of this little uh, town, um, and now my family lives on the state since 1929, when we bought it from the church organization to which the Marquise of Barolo, Giulia Colbert, left uh, all of her belongings, including the winery that she founded in the begin in the first half of the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an impressive bit of history. No, I didn't know that. That was interesting. Okay, so and in terms, so obviously you're in the you're in the comune di of uh, Barolo, uh, which is very handy. So, how big is the vineyard, and how many bottles do you make a year of wines of all stripes, and then how much of that is uh, Barolo? Well, in general, our family now controls around two hundred hectares of vineyards, half of which, more than half of which, are actually estate uh, to our family. Um, in the area of uh, Lange, Monferrato, and Roero. So over the years, we had grown a little bit outside the borders of the town of Barol itself, which is, however, the town in which we own most um, of our uh, vineyards for Barolo. Uh, we own 11 vineyards, uh, 11 single vineyards, just uh, within the little town for a total of around 15 hectares. So it's... Um, Small quantity, but very precious, given the beautiful uh, situation in which these vineyards are. And Sarmas um, uh, is just one of these beautiful hills right in the town of Barolo. And, and usually the one that entertains us the most uh, because of the hard work that we have to do there, uh, because of the work that we have to do in the cellar with the grapes coming from Sarmassa and then the great satisfaction that we find in the glass once the wine is made. Okay, just tell us a little, give us a bit of detail on, on the hard work that you have to get through for the Sarmassa. Well, Sarmassa is this very steep vineyard in the commune of Barolo, already going a little bit towards La Morra. Very steep, it's quite rocky, there is very little percentage of sand on Sarmassa, but it's mainly clay and limestone with some bigger rocks in it. So it's not easy to walk there 
as especially when it rains a little bit, like it did in these last days, it becomes a super slippery. So it's quite dangerous. But in general, there is very little grip in the in the vineyard. So as we have to fatigue to work in there, even the grapes, or the, the vines that grow there um, are actually struggling. So the roots have to go very much into deep to get um, to the bottom of the hill where more easily they can find some water and mineral salt to grow beautiful grape. So there is a very big concentration in the few grapes that grow on that vineyard. So um, the grapes itself, the berries are a little smaller, which means bigger uh, concentration and bigger power once uh, looking at the tiny grape itself. So down in the cellar, we have to work at our best in order to extract, the, extract I'm sorry, this great power and, um, and translate it into the powerful wine, which Sarmasa is. We usually refer to that Barolo as our fighter in the family. Uh, my family today produces a number of different Barolo according to the different situations in which the vineyards are positioned. Uh, just uh, um, three of them are our single vineyard uh, that come as standalone ones in Barolo. And among all, Sarmas is definitely the one that has to fight the most in order to be in that glass. So that's why the name. Okay. What about the winemaking? Are you using lots of new oak, uh, small barrels? How, do you, uh, how does the aging proceed? Well, I would say that our family's philosophy has always been very uh, linear. Our, um, our winery, as we said earlier, uh, it's quite uh, old. It dates uh, more than 200 years. And we, um, of course, in these many years, uh, took um, uh, advantage of the different situations um, that mm, the timing uh, allowed us uh, to benefit from. So we did experiment techniques over the years, but our um, winemaking style had always been very traditional. So, of course, uh, uh, big barrels are the most used one in, uh, in the cellar. We have our barrel range goes from 185 hectoliters barrels to smaller barrique, which are, however, used in smaller percentage, especially on our single vineyard wine like Sarmassa. And uh, Sarmassa, among them, is surely the one that benefits the most from a little bit of use of smaller barrels because of this great concentration that is found in the grapes coming from Sarmassa vineyard. The winemaking approach on Sarmassa specifically is for the first year to use a little bit of smaller barrel of barrique and uh, for the majority, uh, 30, 35 hectoliters barrels for uh, the total of the wine. For the second year then, all the wine is moved into even bigger barrels in which a rest until is bottled. Okay, and in terms of um, sales, who buys the wine? Which, uh, which are your best clients in terms of countries or regions? Well, we are very proud to say that uh, we are very much focused on our country, Italy, in which we do almost 50% of our turnover and where we are distributed from the very north to the very south. Islands included. So it's, uh, there is actually a great opportunity within Italy to taste uh, um, the biggest range of our wines. And then the other uh, 50% is export spread into over 60 different countries. So 
mm, even by traveling, there is a chance to, to taste our wines and specifically Sermassa, which we are seeing uh, mostly in the latest year to be one of the most appreciated Barolos from our family's production. Probably because of this great character, this uh, uh, very strong personality, magnetic taste that Sarmassa shows, um, we feel like the trend, the, the taste um, in general of Barolo drinkers is slightly changing, going mostly towards this style of Barolo, very powerful yet super elegant. So sort of traditional, well-made traditional style. Okay, and in terms of um, distribution and sort of marketing, uh, how do, what do you do to publicize the wines? And especially interesting to hear what you say when you say that the majority of your sales are in, uh, in Italy. Well, this is also probably due to our history. Uh, we are from Barolo and we've always been uh, very present in uh, Barolo and surrounding our area. So this uh, stayed over the years. Um, our uh, marketing approach, I would say, that has changed uh, a little bit over time, and especially now after this lockdown, um, which has impacted, of course, in, uh, in, in the opportunities that we had to promote our wines. Uh, we always been very present on the market. Myself, um, I was used to travel more than 200 days a year to talk about our wines, to introduce them, uh, to uh, show the different uh, uh, personalities that they had. Of course, this was no longer possible. So um, I used to do this abroad, but also in Italy. In Italy, I had started again. Um, outside the borders of our country is a little bit more difficult. So we lately took advantage of um, different tools like uh, socials, for example, which have been very powerful, especially during the months of lockdown, to still be able to bring a personal touch outside of our home, even if staying at home. Valentina, I just want to say thanks to you for coming on the Italian Wine Podcast. So congratulations for doing so well uh, this year's um, five-star competition. And we hope, as everybody does, everything gets back to normal soon. And um, it's nice to hear that you have a strong market presence in your local area, which I think is an even more uh, an encouragement for anybody wanting to learn about Barolo uh, to come and see you and your family in person to try, the, to try your lovely wines. Thanks very much for coming in, Valentina, and uh, we wish you and your family every uh, continued success. Thank you. We would be very happy to have you here in Barolo now that it's possible to move again. Uh, when we say home, we really mean home. We would like to see you here. Okay, but I can get—I'll get in my old Golf and drive up from Montalcino and come and see you. I promise. Okay, it's not too far away, and it's a beautiful drive. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao, Valentina. Ciao, Thank guys. you very much. Thank you. Bye bye. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.